Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome in everyone. Episode number 145 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. Hope everyone is having a super week. Hope you tuned in last week and listened to my interview with Alan Blaine. I got a lot of positive response from that. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, speaking with him. It's it's interesting. Um, He and I have become friends and um, I was on his, his podcast and you know, done some research and we've talked several times, but, uh, I had no idea that he had two siblings who had committed suicide. Um, so, you know, it was a brother and a sister who had committed suicide. I had no idea. And, uh, so when you heard that, literally that was the first time I had heard that. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would encourage you to go back. He really talks about how to succeed and how to thrive through, uh, the struggle and uh, struggled in a lot of different areas in his life and has had a lot of set- setbacks, but um, is very successful nonetheless. Been married a long time and has six great kids. And um, I thought it was a powerful episode. So um, hopefully you can take some time to listen to that. I also wanted to just update you on this. I, I got a, an email from a listener this week and your emails and, and if you've got my number, your texts um, always, always, always encourage me. And um, I really appreciated this. It was about the five minute funeral. He said, hey, Darren, it's amazing how whenever I tune into your podcast, it seemed like it seems like it's exactly what I'm supposed to hear and put into action. I didn't think I'd arrived this time, but I certainly thought things were under my control and headed in the right direction. Then blam, I get smacked upside the head and God teaches me through you how to slow down and he pulls the rug from underneath me. Um, So he was just saying how much he appreciated the five minute funeral uh, podcast. And so I appreciate you and I appreciate um, you all listening each and every week. Uh, I keep telling you, we keep breaking records, you know, we're in that top 2% now and, um, you know, just can't thank you enough uh, for what all you all do uh, to help just listen and support and promote the podcast. So thank you for that. So this week, this week, the um, the title itself, I hope, was one that made you uh, perk up. And uh, perhaps made you tune in. So it's not just, it's not a, uh, you know, bait and switch kind of thing. It's really a title that I'm going to, I'm going to use and utilize. And hopefully um, this will be something that will be impactful to you as well. Some of these things you may already know. Some you may say, well, duh, of course, that's going to make my anxiety worse. But some you may not know. And, and even on top of that, you might not realize how much you're feeding into yourself that is exacerbating your anxiety. So if you already notice that, you know, that heart rate gets up for some of you, it's, it's, you go back to the early podcast episodes that I've, I've done and I've talked about how we need to tap into our feelings, how we need to be able to name our feelings, how we need to be able to say, you know, this is exactly where this particular feeling comes up 
in my body. So let's just say anxiety. If you know anxiety comes up in your chest and you know that your heart rate automatically gets elevated and maybe your chest gets tightened, these are some things that are going to make it even worse. So if you're feeding these types of things into your body or you're, you're not um, being cognizant that they are part of your maybe daily routine, you might want to just say, okay, let's, let's think about this and let's see if this is something that I want to consider that it could in fact be uh, causing me to have even, like I said, greater anxiety than what, what you realize. So let's dive right in. Number one, this will not surprise some of you, but I want you to think about how much of this you put in your body each day, and that's caffeine. Um, one thing that I have, have done um, over the years is I have cut back not only my caffeine intake, but in particular, my coffee intake. Um, I used to be one of those guys that would literally nurse coffee all day long, and I drink my coffee black, um, and I like, I like good coffee. But I am now very aware of how much coffee I have and how much that I am putting in my body. I don't drink soft drinks, so... I don't have to worry about getting it there. I eat very little, um, really sugar, so very little sweets. Um, so I don't get it from, you know, chocolate. Uh, I try to stay away from dairy. If I if I eat chocolate, it's it's cacao. It's pure chocolate. So um, I'm really already aware of that. But notice if you've got your anxiety kind of kind of high anyway. If you are loading up on those coffee drinks or soft drinks throughout the day that have a lot of caffeine in them. Also be aware of other things that you might be putting in your body that have caffeine in it that you don't even know. So again, it's just good to take stock. If you've never kept, and I'm going to mention something else food-wise here in just a second, but if you've never kept a food journal, it might be good for you to start keeping a food journal and start noticing, hey, I feel anxiety here. I'm noticing this come up in my body. What have I eaten? What have I drank um, this morning? So Along those same, same lines, things that make anxiety worse, sugar. If you have a lot of processed foods and sugar in your diet, your anxiety level is going to go up. There is nothing hardly worse for you right now uh, that you could put in your body than white sugar. White sugar is terrible for you. And so if you are loading your body up with sugar, um, you need to notice that. Now, again, some of you may not even realize how much sugar you are you are consuming. So take a look at the label. See how much sugar is in there. See how much added sugar is in there. You know, do you drink a lot of sweet tea? Do you, you know, corn has a lot of sugar in it. Um, some even fruits have a lot of sugar in them. Now, natural sugar is always better than refined or processed sugar. Um, but just begin to notice if you eat a lot of cereal, right? If you eat a lot of candy, you're going to eat up sugar and it makes anxiety worse it, it makes your blood pump faster it makes your heart rate go up um, so again you could do a food journal and notice if you're eating a lot of sugar if that is directly tied to your anxiety okay so those are two things right off the bat just that have to do with diet that you can jump right into um, throw in two others um, if you are a heavy drinker if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, putting a lot of alcohol in your body, makes your anxiety worse. 
if you skip meals. Okay, now this is not talking about intermittent fast fasting where you're doing it kind of regular, but you're just automatically skipping meals and your body's not used to that. You will notice that your anxiety goes up. All right. So that's kind of the food thing. Oh, I'll throw one more thing in food wise, not drinking enough water. And I'm guessing, you know, I don't want to be judgmental because I'm looking in the mirror here, but I'm guessing most of you who are listening don't drink enough water. Um, you know, whatever you're drinking water wise, you can probably drink more. I know there's a couple of you out there that I've worked with that drink plenty of water, but for the most part, the normal human male does not drink enough water. So it will dehydrate you. You'll notice that your anxiety will go up. All right. So that's kind of the food stuff. So what else? Not moving your body. If you will just exercise a little bit, if you will get out and walk, I had a, a mentor that always told me a little bit of movement is always better than no movement. So if you don't have time in a day, do something, walk up and down the stairs an extra three or four times, get out. If you can get out of your, your house, if you work from home, if you work for the, in the office, get out do a lap or two at lunch, do something to get your body moving. It'd be great if you had a normal routine of exercise at least three to four times a week. Right? Do, some, do some stuff cardio-wise if you like that. Uh, it doesn't matter what you do. Like It really doesn't. Just do something, but get your body moving because if you don't move your body, it's going to make your anxiety worse. Another one. This one's hard for me. And... It's not getting enough sleep or neglecting sleep. So what are some things you can do to help yourself sleep better if you don't sleep well? Turn off the blue lights an hour before bed. Make sure you're in a cool environment. Make sure it's dark. Make sure you have a pillow that you like. Make sure that your mattress is a good quality mattress. Have the... the covering that you like, whether it's blankets, whether it's heavy, whether it's light, put yourself in the best possible position to get a good night's sleep because the less you sleep, the more you neglect sleep, the worse you sleep, the more your anxiety is going to go up. All right. Here's one that maybe you, you don't think a lot about, especially, um, some of us guys, and that's having a messy environment. A messy environment around you. So if you live by yourself, maybe it's a messy house. If you have an office, maybe it's a messy office, a messy desk. If you have a messy kitchen that, you know, you typically take care of, a messy bathroom, just kind of look around and take stock. Are you living in a place of kind of just clutter, right? Is your office cluttery? What does your car look like? Is it a mess? Take some time and clean that stuff up. You will notice the more orderly your house is, the more orderly the things that you um, see on a day-to-day basis, it will help your brain say, oh, I live in peace. I don't live in a mess. I don't live in a whirlwind of right chaos. I have calmness in my life. It will shock you if you currently live in that sort of state. If you start to clean that up a little bit at a time, you will notice that your anxiety will lessen. Okay? 
Try that. If, if you struggle in that area, start with one thing. Start with your car. Start with your car. If your car is a total mess, clean it up. At least get the trash out of it. Get the trash out of your car, even if you don't clean it yet. Just get the trash out of it. Then you can clean the inside. Then you can go to the outside. Then you can move to your house or your office, whatever. You don't have to do it all at once. But just start to get your your life in order in terms of your things and your stuff and the stuff you see every day. And your brain will notice that. All right, the next one. Always saying yes. Always saying yes. You're a yes man. You say yes to everyone. You say yes to everything. It's not being able to set boundaries. If you feel like you always have to say yes, guess what? Your anxiety is going to go up because you don't have control of your own self. You don't have control of your own brain to be able to say yes when you want to say yes and no when you want to say no. All right. All right. Three more. Spending your time around negative people. Spending your time around negative people or flooding yourself with negativity. Watching the news, listening to the news, always reading the news. Turn it off. If you have a friend who is always negative, remove them from your life. Or at least set the boundary that says, hey friend, when we're together, we are not going to talk about negative things. We are going to be positive. We are going to talk about the good in our lives. We're going to talk about the good in our spouse, the good in our kids. We're not going to have a bash session on the people that are in our lives. We're not going to do it. And if you want to do that, that's fine because I am not going to try to control you. However, I am not going to be around you. It's pretty simple. I'm just not going to be around you. Rid yourself from negative people. And if your spouse is one of those, then you need to have that conversation with your spouse. And you need to say, we've got to figure out how to get positive in here because this negativity and this negative attitude is bringing me down and it's causing my anxiety to go up and we've got to find a better way. Go find some counseling, go find some therapy, read some books, get on YouTube, whatever you got to do. But in interject some positivity into that relationship. Two more. Kind of goes along with the, uh, the moving your body or not moving your body. Not getting enough fresh air. You got to make sure you're getting outside. If where you are right now is cold, then just get it for a little while. But bundle yourself up and get outside and get some fresh air. Okay? Get some fresh air. Get that sunlight. If you don't have sunlight, get the rain. Get something in you that's fresh. That's not just within the confines of your four walls. Okay, Get some fresh air. It will help alleviate some of your anxiety. And then finally, the last one, I'm sure some of you astute learners were already going, okay, when's he going to say this one, right? Spending too much time online. Spending too much time online. Too much time in your, on your devices. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. This is 20 minutes that is good for you. <laughs> but spending too much time on those screens, right? Scrolling through, just frivolously scrolling. 
or reading or comparing yourself to others on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever it is, right? Spending too much time online, it will make your anxiety worse. So let's go through them. Too much caffeine, not moving your body, neglecting sleep, over drinking, heavy drinking, skipping meals, too much sugar, having a cluttered place around you, cluttered office, cluttered house, always saying yes, having negative people in your life, not drinking enough water, not getting enough fresh air, and spending too much time online. If those things, if one or the one or two of those things speak to you, then take some time this week to evaluate and say, okay, how can I begin to change this particular area so I can help lessen my anxiety? And journal it. You can just jot it down. When you've taken something out of the way or you've added something in, you're getting more fresh air, you're getting better sleep, you've cleaned your space up, jot down and notice if you are in fact calmer in certain situations. If you do see that the anxiety has lessened, that'll be a big win for you. That'll be a big win for you. Don't try to do them all. Don't try to do them all. But do one or two, one or two that that really resonated with you, that really spoke to you, that said, oh, yeah, that's me. That's the thing he's talking to me this week. All right. If I can help you, reach out, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com, drdarrenwilson.com. I'd love to work with you. And I hope everyone has just a super week. And I can't wait to see you back here next Thursday. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If I can help you in any way, reach out to me today, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com or go to the website, drdarrenwilson.com and sign up for a consult today. Can't wait to see you soon. Take care, everyone. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 
96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.